0: This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Matt Shalava, and it is Tuesday, so uh, it's been a long week, and we're only on day three, and it's just been slow. I think a lot of releases are pushed back to the end of the week, whether or not they were planned for that, and it's just been a bit of a slow start to the week. There were a couple releases that I ended up going for this morning, did not end up doing too well i ended up getting one of them but did not go and do very well on the other one so uh it was a uh 50 50 day for me so far nothing crazy Uh, no shoes have been coming out so i haven't even had a chance to go for any of those um just been doing some steady sports card investing and trying to learn that a little bit and then trying to keep up with instagram and now their new reels feature and then tiktok and it's just there's there's been a lot going on so um but release wise it's been a bit slower and i'm hoping it'll pick up near the end of this week i believe we have oh my i think we have a good amount of releases coming out with the prestos those should be coming out on i think either thursday or friday and then there are a pair of jordan 1s the like air zoom one uh green they're like a uh, black and green colorway those should be coming out at the end of the week and then there is one other shoe that's coming out uh, that I was more excited for and we can touch on that a little bit later so there's just a a good amount of releases planned for the end of the week I'm going to be going for all of them and trying to get them uh, the prestos those I don't think I'm gonna end up doing a personal pair of those I'll probably just get them to flip but I definitely do like the shoe a lot so I'll be going after those for sure and then The other two pairs I'll be going after as well. So just a pretty decent week for shoes near the end of the week, but the end of the week's been a little bit slow. And sales have been down just because I haven't really been listing a ton. I've been focusing more on research, which I've been talking about a while. And that's really what my focus is for this month. And so it does kind of suck watching me lose out on profit that I know that I could easily be making. If I was just listing and I'm going to be trying to figure out a way to be getting some pictures done, getting some listings up and, and still getting those consistent listings out of the way so that I can keep making money and still doing the research that I need to be doing. So that's just the balance I'm looking for right now. And it is something that I think a lot of us run into. I think you kind of hit a plateau occasionally and you need to kind of figure out what your next step is. And so for me, that's really what I've been working on, trying to figure out what I can do. Uh, what sorts of things I can, what steps I can take to level up my reselling uh, kind of money that I'm making and r- level up the business as a whole. So that's what I'm focused on right now. And it's been just kind of a grind trying to get everything done that there is to do in a day because there's just so much to do. So that's something that I'm working on. But I've been looking a lot into sports cars. I talked about it yesterday. I'm probably going to be talking about it a lot because it's something that interests me a lot right now. And the way that sports are trending, uh, it just seems that the sports card market has an almost unimaginable ceiling right now. Just how they've been growing. I mean, I invested in a one of Trey Young's cards last night, and I looked, and it's already sold on eBay for I think about fifty to sixty dollars over what I paid for. Now, I probably just got a decent deal on it, and then eBay has been running uh, promotional like 5% off um, with eBay bucks and stuff. So basically, whenever you check out and you buy something on eBay, I think for the next couple of days, you can get uh, 5% eBay bucks back, which is pretty good amount if you're going for sports cards and especially if you're spending like 500, a 1,000 bucks on a sports card, you're going to end up getting a lot back for that 5%. So that's something I would encourage you if you got that 5% you're going to be at least buying anything on eBay. I'd encourage you to try and do that over the next couple days just to try and get that 5% maximized for yourself. So that is something I did yesterday and that'll be nice to have a little bit of a little bit more investment and a little bit more of skin in the game if you will for sports cards i think that one of the best ways is to just kind of dive in i think a lot of people learn a lot that way it's a very good way to lose money as well but if you're comfortable taking the wins with the losses and realizing that you may lose but you may also win and the winning will definitely way outweigh the losing um you will you will make it way farther in reselling than you will just doing a um you'll make it way farther in reselling just than you would if you just kind of sat back and watched. And so that's something I'm trying to avoid. I've done that a lot, and I kind of need to be sure of something before I can go all in on it. And I found that a lot of the times where I don't, or I'm not completely sure on something, but I go all in anyways, I typically end up doing pretty well with that. So... I'm doing the same thing here. I I know that sports cards have been going up. I wish I would have invested sooner, but I'm definitely not going to let that pass me up. And so what I've been doing is I've been doing some research, and it sounds, what I'm about to say sounds kind of ridiculous for how I've been researching, but if you've ever played Madden or you've ever played NBA 2K, you kind of understand how this works. And so basically what I've been doing is I've been going on this website. I think it's called like 2Kratings.com. And I am fairly, fairly green when it comes to basketball. I don't really know much about the NBA because I've never, I've never followed it. I've paid attention very lightly and it's been something where if the finals are going on or if it's the last, like the semifinals finals in the playoffs, I'll pay attention because those are interesting to me, but I don't really know a ton of the players. And so when people are talking about all these players on Instagram or on Twitter, I really don't know what they're talking about because I just don't pay attention to it. I love sports. I follow sports a ton. I just don't follow the NBA because I don't have a team in Pittsburgh to follow. And, like, my dad never followed it, so I never really had anybody kind of pushing me to follow it. And so it's something that, like, I'll follow the NFL. I know the NFL pretty well. But when it comes to the NCAA or Well, I guess when it comes to NCAA basketball, but when it comes to the NBA, it's it's something I don't really know much about. So I've literally been going, based off of what I've seen with Madden, if you look at Madden over the past, I don't know, three, four years, a lot of the players that they predict to be good, and you can see this whenever you go and start like a franchise mode, this is going to sound really dumb, but... When you go into franchise mode on Madden, you can look at player's development ratings and then you can look at what their actual ratings are and you can judge based off of just the ratings that the Madden scouts give these players as well as what they think their development will be, whether it'll be average, uh like I guess star or then superstar, what how good the player is going to be. And what I've noticed over the past I would say about 5 years is that these <laughs> these Madden scouts that are actually doing the Madden like rating system so Madden will actually send like scouts out to NFL games out to practices I believe I'm not really sure where all they're allowed but I do know that EA has scouts that they send out and they'll go to the games and they'll do scouting and then they'll report back and they're actually very very good at what they do I mean they are very good and you can't sometimes see it based off the ratings but like for instance you can look at like I played a lot of Madden. I think 18 and DJ Chark was it 18 or 19. So Madden 19, DJ Chark was a rookie and he is the now breakout wide receiver star for the Jaguars. And when I played Madden 19, for whatever reason, DJ Chark was much more (laughs) pumped up than any other wide receiver. And it could be that he was really fast and stuff, but like there was something about him in the game that made him much better than any of the rookies that I used. And and it was just, it was something that you can notice whenever you used him in a game. And I remember thinking, this guy is really good at Madden. I wonder if they actually know something that most of us, just regular people that don't follow it that well know. I wonder if they know something that we don't. And so it kind of plays out that DJ Chark capitalizes on the athleticism that he had when he showed up at the Combine. And in 2019-2020 season, he absolutely goes out and dominates and crushes it with pretty mediocre quarterback play. So you can kind of see that there was, and that's just one example. I've seen this happen a lot of times. I've seen it happen a lot with NF, with Madden to the NFL and then with NHL to the actual NHL. And so it's just something that. I've kind of noticed over time a lot of these scouts that go out there are actually pretty decent at what they do, and whether or not we want to fight over the number 10 versus the number 9 running back and who should be ranked higher, they're actually pretty accurate at what they do, and they do this because it needs to be accurate. The game needs to be accurate from a rating standpoint to make it even worth playing. If it's not accurate, then you're going to have people playing a basketball or a football game that isn't really, it doesn't really mimic the, the actual real life version of what they're trying to make on the PlayStation or the Xbox. And so what I've noticed is that they are typically pretty accurate, like I've been saying. And so I've literally been going through the 2K ratings and studying players and seeing which players are ranked higher based on overalls. And then I'll actually click on the player and I'll go and look into their individual tracks. The traits, stats, um, like how good they are at defense, how good they are at offense, like they're actually fairly accurate. And based off of what I'm fact checking with uh, people that I know that know the NBA really well and then just other like different looking up different stats and stuff, they're actually fairly on the money with some of these players. Now, a lot of times they're not with rookies just because it's hard to tell. But when you're looking at maybe a second-year player, they're usually pretty spot-on with any second-year players and out. And so it is something that if you don't really know the NBA and you're trying to learn a little bit more about it, I would definitely recommend. I mean, there really isn't a better way to kind of learn about it than other than watching the games and really studying that. But if you look, you can kind of get a general sense of who's good and who's not just based off of the overall ratings in the game. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been going through nba 2k ratings i've just been studying the players based off of that and then i go fact check it see hey is this player actually as good as he appears in the game and i'll check with a couple people i'll look at what his stats are and then i'll go from there and then i'll check what his card prices are and that's been a way that i've been determining a little bit as to which card prices seem to be overvalued and undervalued so i'll look and see whether or not this player is ranked like much higher overall and see where his card prices stack up to a player who may have may be younger or may have a better uh, chance of playing and stuff and so there's a lot that goes in with it I mean it, it sounds super super it just sounds super childish almost to go and try and base your entire investing strategy off of a video game but when we're in 2020 and we've gotten to the point where these they actually have scouts that go out and do this for a living where they come back and they report to the the video game makers that they are like what they're kind of evaluation of players is and and they do that for a living and their their sole purpose is to make sure that the game mimics real life as much as possible. Those kind of people definitely know a lot more than I do just starting out. So that's really a way that I've been trying to learn a little bit as to what what players i should be investing in i mean there are other ways to learn I, i've been paying attention a lot on instagram seeing which players are popping up and you can tell a lot based off of who people are talking about in different hashtags like the basketball cards hashtag or sports cards hashtag you can see which players people are getting excited about and which players people are commenting on when somebody posts a picture of their card i mean there's very very simple things to do here i'm not trying to go over the wall i'm not trying to do all sorts of or i guess over the top with this i'm not trying to do all sorts of like heavy analysis i'm simply just looking at player cards uh comparing what the prices are to the apparent interest in the player and then trying to kind of use the rating system in 2k as a basis for whether or not this player appears to be good and then fact checking that so it's really not i mean there's there's really not a better way for me to do it right now it saves me a lot of time i don't really want to go watch film nor do i have time to do that I don't even have time to watch the games half the time even though I would love to just sit down and watch some of these NBA games in the bubble. I mean, from what I'm seeing on just highlights when I catch a couple of them, it looks like amazing basketball. I mean, it just looks like a good time to kind of chill out and just watch some basketball, watch some people go out there and actually do some crazy things with the basketball that you just don't typically see because they are the best of the best. And so it is something that I enjoy watching when I get a chance. I just don't have that kind of time. And so this is something that I've been doing to hopefully eliminate a little bit of the a little bit of the time that I need to invest into learning. Hopefully I can try and cut that out a little bit by learning a little bit about what 2k is kind of basing on these players and what they kind of think their evaluations are and then going back and fact checking that and then comparing that to what the card prices look like and so that's something i've been working on that's what i've been doing right now it's it's still a work in progress i mean i most of the investments i've been doing have just been off of one of the groups that i'm in uh they have some pretty pretty intelligent sports card investors in there. And so, I mean, these people are doing like heavy, heavy amounts of sports card investing. And so for me, I kind of take what they say and and pretty much apply it to my business just because I know that they have a lot of knowledge in the subject. But I'm still trying to learn as much as I can because ultimately I want to be able to make those calls on my own. I don't want it to be something where I'm relying on somebody else to kind of feed me the information. I think that that's, I think that kind of stunts your growth as a reseller. And once you can kind of find, like get to the bottom of where where you can start determining what you need to pick up your own, on your own and then determining some of these hyped releases on your own or some of these sports cards on your own or whatever you're going for, when you can come up with that stuff on your own, that's where you start to make a lot of money because you end up being able to pick things out before other people and get in on things much earlier because you have an eye for it rather than waiting till the people that know what they're doing have already picked up the item and then putting it out there or waiting until it's you've seen it on social media or whatever and so that's something that I am working on and that's just one of the ways that I'm doing it I'm gonna be looking into a lot of other ways too and hopefully trying to maybe look at investing into some different tools there are out there for learning about sports card investing there's some really good ones out there that are just super pricey right now but you know if you make a good amount of money in this early you can start to reinvest that into learning about sports cards and and kind of gaining knowledge in it much more rapidly. And so that's what I'm doing. That's really what I'm pushing on right now. And hopefully hopefully that can help you a little bit. Maybe make some quick money. I mean, sports cards are being talked about everywhere. It doesn't really matter kind of where I turn in reselling. I see somebody who is either like a Reezy who was doing books, jumped into sports cards for a little bit there. I don't think that he was terribly successful with it, but he did. The point is that Reezy doesn't, he's not, he's not somebody who's out there talking about sports a lot, but he even realized the, the power of investing in things that are hot right now, uh, sports cards and stuff like that. And so You know, him doing that, going from books to doing sports cards kind of shows that there really is a real zeal for this because people all over, not just the heavy sports card investors or collectors, people all over the industry of reselling are seeing this and kind of identifying it as a really, really big market to kind of capitalize on right now. So that's what I'm really working on. I think that if you are doing things like Goodwill and thrifting or you're going to Ross Marshalls, I think there's still so much opportunity out there. I mean, e-commerce right now as a whole is just crushing it. But if you have extra money lying around and... I mean, I guess we all wish we had extra money lying around, but if you have money lying around to invest that you really are kind of wondering where to go next, I think that sports cards would be a decent opportunity for you to kind of learn about and hopefully just give it a shot and see what happens. That's really what I'm doing. The worst that could happen is I lose money but gain a lot of knowledge and a lot of times the trade-off there is is worth much more that you gain than you would lose. So that's really what I'm working on. Hopefully that It could be something that helps you out with your investing and learning about what types of items I'm reselling. So that being said, I'm going to go today, but you guys have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.